Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Lainey Nash, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Chris Bishop, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, this is Naomi Sum, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hi, we're Orange Avenue. And we love AVA Live Radio. ABA Live Radio. Welcome to ABA Live Radio, everyone. This is your host, Jacqueline Jacks, with episode number 673. Today on the show, I am going to be playing for you a brand new song about River Grove. Pretty interesting, I must say, because it's got a good story behind it. And the band, the Pond Hawks, will be joining me to talk all about that in just a second. Don't forget to check out our Daily Jacks every morning at 6 a.m. on the main website and also on all the channels wherever you guys are listening to this station. I also want to encourage you to jump on our social media pages because we have links for you to reach out to all of the artists. So as well as listening to the show, which I completely appreciate. I really love that you guys have showed up for so many years and just honored this show with your presence. But please do go and check them out on social media. I'm sure they will find ways to entertain you out there on their social media pages so that you will never be disappointed. Here we go. It's called River Grove, and we'll be right back with the story. The timeless river The winds through an endless forest A lonely prairie path That always takes me back As it echoes the trail before us All the people, times and places Unforgotten voices, sounds and faces And those railroad ties go back to her Never leaves us A 
Our dreams are distant but never fading And though the years have passed The love will always last There are the ghosts of our memories waiting And I'll remember it As all my yesterdays unfold She's been my destiny And that was River Grove by the Pond Hawks. Please welcome Mario and Jory here with me from AVA Live Radio, all the way from Chicago. Hi, you guys. How are you? Hi, Jacqueline. Thank you for having us on your show. It is a pleasure to have you guys here. So nice to have you guys here. What's it like in Chicago right now? Is it cold? It's so cool. Our agent has his our agent has his hands in his own pockets. Okay. Oh my goodness! You know there was a uh, there was a news report on just before I came here, and it was saying that in this next week, I think we're going to hit all time lows. And I don't know if they were just talking about Florida because Florida has been up and down as it usually is in, in the winter. You know, like the coldest is like 60, which I'm really excited about. And then it goes right back up to 80. <laughs> like it just won't stay. We have bipolar weather, right? But yeah, yeah, is that going to happen with you guys too? Are they expecting an extreme chill in Chicago as well? Yeah, below yes. zero. I heard. Yeah. All right. So, so it is going to be everywhere. I think 15, I believe 15 below zero without the wind chill. Oh, my goodness. So what do you do on days like that? Do you stay in and write songs? Yes. You yes. do? Yes. <laughs> it's great for yeah. music. Good, good data. <laughs> I've noticed we receive a lot of music from the, the northern states in the wintertime, and I'm thinking because you guys go in for hibernation. <laughs> Don't come out. Oh, yeah. We should work on a song <laughs> called "I Wish It Wasn't 115 Below Zero." Right? No. <laughs> right? No, I wish it no was summer kidding. now. That's. <laughs> How did you guys get together? Uh, we met. Oh, it's, it's going on a twelve-year anniversary here. That we've been, yeah. Uh, twelve years. Yeah. Well, uh, George, uh, explain how we met at Beetle Fest because. You were one of the guests at Beetle Fest, so explain what you were doing, and we'll take it from there. Yeah. Um, I, I wrote a, a book on Paul McCartney, um, oh, a you. photo book in a documentary uh, that came out in 2000. So every year uh, there's a Beetle convention in Chicago, and I always come there and I do lectures on Paul McCartney and the book. Um, and, uh, I had a table there where you sign autographs, you have photos and things like that. And, uh, one day, uh, Mario showed up. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, yeah. And it, I, it, I, there was this photo of a McCartney concert I had gone to and I go, oh, it was the very last song of the very last tour of, uh, the, uh, flowers in the dirt tour. And uh, I got that, and we got to talking, and 
before you know it, you know, and I had a com- I we I have a friend that uh ironically did uh some uh videography for Paul. Uh and uh I had told Jory about it and she said I'd like to see some of this video because he was coming over with, you know, this video. And yeah. uh so we invited her over and uh it would happen to be where we rehearsed because it was like it was like a rehearsal pad, you know. So it was yeah. uh yeah. And, uh, yeah, because Mario had a man already. already. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You and know, at, your, the rehearsal spot. your connection to the Beatles, it really does reflect, I, I don't know if you realize this, but it reflects in your brand because I'm coming from a very early perspective, right? So I'm just getting to know you guys. And I love that fresh perspective. That's why I don't do a lot of pre-interview stuff because I just want to have mm-hmm. everything in my mind just clear. And, you really do almost, you almost made me forget you were coming from Chicago. I almost wanted to associate with you, you coming from the UK because there's, there's like kind of like that, an essence of that style and that tradition and, and some of the things going on, even in the music that reflects your love for the Beatles. Do you realize that? Was that an intention? Uh, probably, uh, reflects, uh, people pick up on it besides us more. It's like being a chameleon. The chameleon doesn't realize he's turning the color of the, of his right. surroundings, you know, cause we were weaned on all that stuff. Yeah. You know? It shows. Yeah, it so. shows. Talk about going back to your roots. I mean, I'm big on that. I always mm-hmm. think that musicians mm-hmm. always eventually go back to their roots. You know, you try different things, you experiment, right? You find yourself, and then at the end of finding yourself, you end up back where you started. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, it's it just feels like the most pure thing, perhaps. Mm-hmm. And, and one thing uh, to add to the, the story, well, Jory is a brilliant photographer, uh, besides being the, a brilliant author, but she uh, took a photo of Paul McCartney, and he wanted it on his album, and he put yeah. it on his album and gave her credit. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! And How did he find out about party. it? <laughs> I got invited yeah. to a party cool. in London. That's when awesome, album came out. Jory. How did you find? Yeah, how did good. he find out about the photo? Um, well, during his like eighty nine ninety tour, um, I had a lot of press passes and photo passes, and mm-hmm. it just so happened the last show of that tour wound up in Chicago. And I thought, you know what, I'm going to put a portfolio together of all the photos I took over the the year and just give it to him, which I did. And, you know, I didn't expect anything from that, you know, because people do that all the time. And um, it was funny because about 10 days later, I, I was driving in my car and, you know, I had a phone in the car and the phone rings, okay, and I'm on the expressway, and it's Paul's publicist calling me from London to tell me that Paul wants to put one of the photos in that portfolio that I gave him on his album. Okay, hmm. so now I'm driving like 90 miles an hour, and I say, you know what, i got to pull over. because <laughs> It's like I can't believe I'm like talking to Paul's office. And, Savor uh, the moment, because, figure it out, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm like, you know, I'm like, I don't even know what I'm doing. i I got to get off the road here because i got to listen to this conversation. And, uh, and he had also, the publicist had also uh, called my 
my office phone and left a message. And, and I could hear Paul talking in the background, telling him what to say. Ah, <laughs> oh, that's Which so was really funny. funny. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, wow, so that's then, wonderful. You know, where do yeah, I see these I mean, pictures? Just, I mean, I know that's what everybody's asking right now, right? Where do we see the pictures? Oh, well, let's see. Um, it's well in my book, um, which, which came out in 2000 and it sold out like quickly. So, and there were, uh, there was a hard cover and a paperback. It's called Paul McCartney. I saw him standing there and Spillboard books. So, um, you can Amazon, a few places they, they still have, you know, probably barely used copies is what they say. Um, and you can, you know, pick up one of those. It's about 174 pages with photographs and stories and, you know, uh, just everything you ever want to know about Paul McCartney from like 1976 to 2000. That was the year that were covered. And there, there's a lot of on stage, off stage pictures and stuff. How did you end up doing that? Himself. I mean, how did you end up doing that project? Was it just something that you um, said one day you want to wake up and, and do this? I know enough. Or you got the opportunity to do it? Did somebody invite you to, to well, do it? I, or well, I actually, well, I actually hit pictures in Rolling Stone and People Magazine. Uh, a lot of my photos wound up in big publications of, of various rock stars, not just Paul McCartney. It was just one of those things where somebody said, why don't you do a book, you know? And, I mean, I, said, I have thousands of photos of that very famous fantastic. people. That is fantastic. I'm so into you know, photography, get, so that's very yeah, cool. I mean, it, it, I mean that, you know, that was the day when you used film. <laughs> you yeah. Know? Now it's digital. You can, I had to shoot Polaroids, to, you know, when I was doing studio stuff, just so I could see if I had the exposures correct. You know, so uh, oh, now it's, it's a lot easier, definitely. But, um, yeah, Paul McCartney, and uh, I think he, he does know about our band. So <laughs> this is this is yeah. cool, too. We did get this huge uh, one, video for yeah. Paul. Uh, he, uh, when he, he rented out uh, Fenway Park to do some back uh, some uh, back footage uh, of when he did. He did a, uh, a video from City Field. Uh, when, which is the new Shea Stadium, and he needed some, you know, backup film footage or video footage. And uh, Jory uh, was going to do the shoot, and I was invited to do it along, and that was very nice. And, and uh, he had these little, at the time, it was cutting edge, uh, these little, uh, uh, like, they were the size of a cell phone, these little uh, cameras, little flip video cams. cams. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. the, they call them flip cams. Um, oh God! I have a bunch of those. His, and <laughs> it had all, but these were. It had all his artwork on it. He had he had them specially made himself with all his artwork from his Fireman album. Mm-hmm. Each one uh, had its own. You had your own little VIN number in there, and this and that. And you shot <laughs> the video, and you gave it back, and it was cool. It was all on. It was all on. You know, first name basis. How you doing? You know, we know who you are. You know. We, we know what you had for breakfast. We know if you know. So it was cool. But uh, That's funny. Uh, it was, it yeah. was wild. And uh, and then a couple of weeks later, uh, Jory and I, on the same day, uh, received a package in the mail, a gift. It was the uh, the video cam as a gift. How nice. From Paul. Oh. Minus the footage we, we shot from the show. 
but it was we didn't expect it. We we're like, wow, this is really cool. I think That's there's only about three nice. hundred of them because all the crazy mm-hmm. things. And uh, and now it's kind of like in the shrine. <laughs> <laughs> How interesting! <laughs> I I really do love what made you get into photography in the first place, and especially like music photography because it's something that is some you know I, I I love taking pictures and you know I love having really interesting perspectives on photos but do you, George, Jory do you have a website as well where people can visit you or a social page where you highlight any of the pictures that you take as you take them um well I'm I'm mostly on Facebook and you know once in a while I'll throw uh photos up there and uh, I did have a website that was up called the MACA Report where I did a lot of uh, news about Paul McCartney. And there's probably some pages up there that have photos on mm-hmm. it and stuff about my book. Uh, so um, eventually, yeah, I will put something out there. I haven't quite decided you, yet because I have to go through thousands take the of pictures, pictures. Do you take the pictures as well for the Pond Hawks? Um. Well, sometimes, but usually, you know, because I got to be in them, so <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a little hard. But I, you know, I'll take pictures of the band and stuff like that. And what about uh, with a timer? I mean, you've, you're so good with a camera that you should be oh, taking yeah. all of your band photos. You know, like you have a little remote right. control well, sitting by you <laughs> when you're not yeah, playing. Yeah, cool. <laughs> Just snap a couple. I'm planning to do I some would. like studio stuff like that, you know, to set up the yeah. studio and do the remote control, yeah, of the uh-huh. band. I would yeah. love to see that because I know that we could use totally more pictures of you guys, and I think that you'd, you would be, bring such an amazing perspective to the band. You know, you got to think that social media right now, it's all about the art. It's all about content. You know, if, if you mm-hmm. want people to listen to your music, you've got to have more than just music. You have to tell a story and get really good at creating content that entertains people in the way that they want to be entertained, depending on what social media page you want to be on. But either one, whether it be Facebook or um, you're on Twitter, you're on Instagram, all of those are going to reflect how good those pictures are. And being that you have a photographer in your midst, you guys should be taking massive amounts of pictures. You know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, there's, there's, there's stuff on Instagram on our Instagram page of the band. I have um, one artist. Um, this, this story kind of reminds me of her a little bit. And uh, Fiona, she's, she's in the UK and she's a jazz artist. And one of the things she's become known for has been her photography. And literally she does it from her iPhone. But if you go look, she does it all in black and white. And it's all pictures of the players playing and and of their rehearsals. And it looks like famous classic archives of of a a well-known band. I mean, literally, you immediately are drawn to them just from the photographs. And I think it's really important today. You know, you, you really have to tell your story in photos as often as you can. You guys have such a mm-hmm. good edge that way if you would mm-hmm. start doing that, you know, more often. Well, yeah, I'm looking at your interview right yeah. now. Or sometimes I, you know, <laughs> hand, put it on a 
tripod, you know. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Just do it. Right. Selfie sticks. I mean, you'd be surprised even like your cell phone, because you're good at photography, having a selfie stick extended where you're in it and the band's in it too, and you're controlling the angles and the shots, all those things matter. Mm-hmm. As simple as they sound, it makes a huge difference. And uh, right. I, I would really embrace it as often as possible, you know. I think it's your Instagram. Yeah, well, I always have a camera around, so. Yeah, you know, so I'll bet, pictures, right? You know. mm-hmm. Now, tell me mm-hmm. about River Grove. Tell me the story behind this song. Okay, well, River Grove is my hometown, and it's been uh, Jory's surrogate hometown for the last 12 <laughs> plus years. And yeah. uh, it's kind of like, even though we're like really close to Chicago. There's wooded area and river, like forests running through River Grove. It's a really unique town. It's a small town about the teeters between 9,000 and 10,000 people here and there over for the last, you know, you know 50 years or so. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. uh, it's, it's kind of like a really close-knit bunch of people. And it's really, it's really neat. Um, sort of like... They used to, when we'd get some press, like in the Chicago magazines, they call it the Mayberry of the North. Mayberry was like from the Andy Griffith show because everybody knew each other. And it's a neat little, it's, it's a, a close-knit community is what it is. So anyway, so there was, a, this was the 130th anniversary, and a, uh, another author, a brilliant historian, a guy named Kenneth Mack, who's, I've read a few of his, of his books, he uh, wrote a book on River Grove, and he was starting to write this book on River Grove last year and asked me to write the foreword since I'd, River Grove has been home to my family for five generations. So I wrote the foreword to the book, and I said, you know, this is going to be ironic. And here's a strange serendipity is that we were going to have a song called River Grove on our next album that's coming out in 2020. I said, but, you know, but it won't come out until 2020. And I'm thinking, hey, it's our album. We're not beholden to anybody, and which is the cool thing of, of being an independent. I, just, I called Joe, and I said, Joe, why don't we just do the River Grove song now, and we could have it come out when the book comes out. So we did that. And then, you know, we started working on the River Grove song, and uh, it came out. And then we uh, decided to, to shoot a video, and we wrote a cameo in for the author, as Kenneth Mack, and he plays a ghost writer in the uh, video. <laughs> he, he's that ghost you see in there. And there's a little bit of a yeah. Rod Serling twist in there, too, where Jory and I yeah. wind up in this old picture with him at the end. So. <laughs> I love it. You guys seem to have a really yeah. good time with your music and what you're doing in, in your projects. Is that is that the it, usual thing? Is that what you're doing every day? We try to. We try. We try to get as as often as we can. Uh, it's 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 great catharsis of life, you know, because life is you know there's a lot of things you got to do here and there, and, but this is like it's like it's like the vacation from reality. It is, isn't it? You know, it's just yeah. being able being able to write like I wrote about in you know, it's uh, it, it's the extension of, of our. Uh, of our psyche, you know, just writing these songs. And it's a lot of fun. It's, it's uh, something that, uh, 
something that not everybody really gets experience, but sometimes just listening to people's music, not ours in particular or anybody's, uh, it, it's it's uh, it's a draw away from uh, reality, just like uh, movies were during, uh, you know, in the 20s and 30s, and people would flock to the theaters, say, oh, this is cooler as a movie, and it's it's uh, like sports are, too, and it's a draw away from regular uh, the humdrum of everyday life. This is this is a passion. What do you think, Jor? Oh yeah, definitely. Plus, you know, we also do shows, live shows, so it's kind of nice to present the music to an audience and uh, oh, get their feedback on it. Yeah, mm-hmm. the yeah. energy from an audience is amazing. It really is. Oh, mm-hmm. You know, Instant for me, music. Feedback, yeah. For me, music has always been how I deal with my reality. So whatever's going on in my life always reflects in, you know, whatever songs I sing or whatever I do with music, if I listen to music. You know, you're always kind of directing yourself towards the energy of the songs that speak to your current place and moment in time. And so that's how I feel anyway, you know, with it. And the musicians become, right, they they become... Like the muses of our world. I mean, without music, I, I just know that when I turn on music, if I'm sitting in a space and anything's going on in my mind, the minute I turn on music, it can change everything. It can change music a mood. It a can change the zone. Music is powerful medicine. It very is. Powerful medicine. It? Very, very right. powerful. Yeah. And, so and, I can't and it imagine. Reflects however you're feeling at the time. It does. It really does. You know, and it could alter your mood too. Oh, I I use it to alter my mood on a daily basis. Right. <laughs> Luckily, yeah. I think that's Imagine why I like this job music. so much. I can't yeah, even they imagine. That weird that didn't have music. I mean, it's just I don't know. No. Where would you go with with yeah, that? With right. the silence I mean, and stuff. Right. Well, well, you use you know, you use music to alter your your moods. You know, whatever you're listening to. Uh, uh, the other night, we were listening to a bottle of scotch. <laughs> Inspiration from a bottle. That's it. Okay, so, anyways, you know. Did you write fun. a song? <laughs> yeah, yeah, we wrote one with Johnny Walker. Yeah, <laughs> yeah there you go. My night with Johnny Walker. <laughs> Boy, is he a talker. <laughs> oh, very good. Hey? I like that. I like that. <laughs> That's so funny. I could just see you sitting there with a bottle of scotch in your hand. She's taking pictures. Now, there's a picture I want on your social media page. (laughs) There you go. There's an endorsement for us. Yeah, 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 great. Only Johnny Walker remembers. (laughs) We don't. Yeah, Yeah, he knows it all. (laughs) With all all the faders and knobs on the equipment, though, you can't. You've got to be, whoa. (laughs) what are you guys most looking forward to in this new year now that we have such a fresh start and you know it's flying right flying through the first month already but what are you most looking forward Mm -hmm. to this year you jor what are you looking for well you know i'm looking forward to recording the next album and uh you know we have a lot of songs written we're just sort of planning it in our heads it's kind of like when you're when you're creating music, you know it's all in your head, and then yeah. as you're going through the process, 
you know, things happen that you didn't foresee, you know, as far mm-hmm. as recording. And, and sometimes that song will turn out to be totally something else, you know, and it, and it's, and it's really good. You know, I, I just kind of like the whole process and, and the result because it's always kind of a surprise at the end. Oh, and, that's really nice. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, you know, so we've got maybe, say we've got 14 songs and we want to keep it to a 10 song album. And as, as we're recording, there's new songs that just pop into your head and you're like, oh, wait, but I feel this way now. And this new song came out and says, maybe this should be a, before you know it, you got 16 songs and you got to cut it down to 10. And sometimes you'll blunt, you'll morph two songs. You'll say, you know, I really like the verses on this. I don't like the chorus on it, but maybe I like the chorus on this other song, so I'll kind of mash them together. And over the 12-plus years, we've written so many pieces of songs we've written. We've got, oh, let's get the, you know, here's a bunch of verses we got or a bunch of choruses, you know, and you kind of mix and match. And uh, and then besides that, you, what you do when you're a musician, a singer, uh, what we do uh, is we put the dummy track down, dummy vocal track down. First thing, first thing you want to get your bed tracks down. We we always do a dummy vocal track, which is like uh, almost, almost the uh, verses, uh, the lyrics you want. Uh, but you always tweak them because so the last, very last thing you do is put the lead vocals down, because that way your biting time. Maybe a little, a little worse like this or that or them could make a song, make the whole verse different, you know. So true. You know. Yeah, you never do know. It's, uh, yeah. it's, it's a mystical process for sure, and, and we're gifted, mm-hmm. gifted. People who can sing and play music, even though, you know, they, they self-teach. Many people are self-taught, but that... Mm-hmm. That ability, that passion for it, and that ability to, you know, to have have versus the have not, right, is is very mm-hmm. very special, and I feel like it's right. it's a gift. Not always hereditary either. I know a lot of musicians that no one else in their family is into music. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, I, as opposed to me, it's like everyone in my family is into music. <laughs> ah, right. um, yeah, the uh, yeah. Here it was like my grandfather played mandolin. Actually, in the video, that's my grandfather's mandolin from the 1920s up on the mantelpiece. We 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 slept it over to the uh, to the uh, historical house. Oh, historical house. There's yeah. a there's a little there's a little story in itself. That historical house is the River Grove Historical House, and and many thanks and kudos to. Uh, the the village of River Grove and the River Grove Historical Committee for allowing us to use the historical house, you know, because it's it's uh, video, yeah. it's on it's on the National Registry for Historical Places in the United States. So that was very nice. Of yeah, it's them. from the 1800s. Right. Is it really? Uh, 18, and haunted. It's haunted. Oh, ooh, haunted yeah. Yeah. You can oh, feel from both our, our recording sure. studios, you can, too. You can feel yeah. the haunted vibes? Oh, yeah. yeah. It, you can mm-hmm. feel the vibes. They mm-hmm. were happy vibes. They're happy vibes. Oh, yeah. I like mm-hmm. the room you guys were in. That room just 
makes the whole video. I think that is such a cool room, you know? Well, that is a cool that's room. The par- yeah. That's the parlor, which is the first room you walk in. Mm-hmm. That's the one with the green wallpaper, right? Uh, which will probably do some a live show in the barn this, you know, this summer for fun, for, you know, for letting us use that, you know. Uh, the uh, You'd walk into the parlor, and that's where you'd entertain guests, and all the way yeah. different things. God forbid somebody would pass, that's where they'd be later. That was the old, and and the, the River Grove Historical uh, Commission has meticulously rebuilt this house and refurbished it. That wallpaper that you see, they sent to England to have that hand blocked to match so that it would be was. the same oh wow yeah, absolutely that's incredible yeah, yeah. And, and the derby and the derby that uh tori's wearing in the uh in the video uh we happen to be in in the uh uh bedroom the master bedroom you know that's where we kept our guitar cases and stuff like that and on there was a hat box and she goes oh, she took it out and you tell the rest or, uh, took Oh out. yeah, you know, I, I saw I saw this hat and I thought, you know, I'm gonna try this on just see what it looks like, you know. And it was a little big because it was a man's hat, and I thought, you know, this is very cool. I think I want to wear this in the video. And, yeah, and I did. Again, you know, like if you look at the video, I still I I can't help but go back to English, you know, the UK influence because you you don't even realize. Again, you know, if I were looking at this video and not knowing you were from Chicago, I still would associate it with, um, you know, like a, a UK band. It's funny because this hat styles even that you guys are wearing, I just did a um, a collaboration with a, a hat company where they make mm-hmm. custom hats. Christie's of London and they make those styles that you guys were wearing and so again you know I it just kept bringing me back to that association so it's funny that we should start the conversation about the Beatles and you have such a tie in there because it really does reflect in your personal style your music the band style the way you sound and I think it's wonderful Mm -hmm. I think it's it's a really unique you know experience when somebody listens to your music well, I actually have British family. I have uh, in England and Scotland on my dad's side. Oh, that's and, wonderful! Uh, my, my mom's English too. And my yeah, my my aunt on my you know my dad's sister. She was a recording artist on Mercury Records in the fifties. Fantastic! You see, kind the of like a jazz type of Did she? singing stuff. Yeah, yeah she was. Yeah, with the big, big bands and stuff and swing bands and um, yeah, it, it it actually. I mean, she passed away um, several years ago, but after she passed away, all of a sudden that album took off from the fifties. <laughs> like yeah, right on Mercury, just, on Mercury Records, yeah. Yeah. Oh, isn't yeah, that something? Amazing. Wow. And she's on iTunes. Little- she would have been happy. Yes. <laughs> That's funny. I wish I had my my grandmother. My mom tells me stories about my grandmother, how she sang during the war in England. And I wish they would have recorded those things. But, you know, at the time, I don't think that that's what they were doing, that they literally would, after their day, they would go to the pub, right? And they would get up on stage and they would ask her to sing and she sang. And uh, that was that was all. They just have their memories. But I really wish 
there would have been like video and, and all the tools and things that we have now. Can you imagine? Wow. It would have been incredible. Yeah. Well, you guys, you this is so, <laughs> this is, yeah, no kidding. This is so nice yeah. to learn about you and, and have this conversation. I thank you so much was, for creating the show with it me. So, it was so nice of you to have us. We appreciate it. Yeah. You yeah. both are so very Great. charming and I love the music, you know, keep it up, keep going. I, I can't wait to hear thank what you. you're going to come out with next. And I'm excited to just kind of like, you know, Watch you grow on social media with what you're doing. Be sure to to really dive into pictures because I would love to see you tell more of your story. You know, like even if you have pictures from recording the video, that would be amazing to see those. I don't know if anybody stopped to take them, but that would be so really, really cool to see you in the setting. There was a couple. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, we we should do some more candid Mm -hmm. things in the studio too. Yeah, we could. Definitely, definitely. I'm going to send you uh, to one of the other artists Instagram pages, I'll link you up so that you can see just some ideas of what the, the, what you could come out of the studio with as far as imagery, because mm-hmm. we could use those mm-hmm. in, as we mm-hmm. press out different promotions for you guys. So if you can get us those okay. type of pictures, that would be wonderful. Amazing. Oh, it really awesome. does. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, All right. Check it out. You got a plan. Thank you, Jack. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so you. nice to have you guys and here. I- that was Jory and Mario on AVA Live Radio with the Pond Hawks. Sorry we ran a little bit long, you guys, but this is just such an interesting interview. And I love listening to their stories. And, um, you know, I'm sure they have so many more to tell, especially with the everything, you know, from the photography and the book to the making music and their hometown and, you know, just everything they're doing. They do really have a unique perspective from their background. And this is where roots come into the flavors of branding and marketing of an artist. You can't get away from it. Somehow, some way, as you're making your creations, you know, just like they said, as, as we're in the studio and we're just kind of working through things and blending pieces together, whatever your roots reflect are going to come out in those, during that process, during that journey. And as, as Jory says, she says, I love the process of making music and those surprises, you know, that it brings a long way. And I totally agree. This is Jacqueline Jacks for AVA Live Radio. Thank you so much for being here with me, you guys. And please share this with a friend. I'll see you back here again tomorrow. Hi, this is Tiffany, and I love AVA Live Radio. This is Brian J. Klein, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, music. this is Rob Hill from Canada, and I absolutely love AVA Live Hi, Radio. Hi, this is Tara Everly of Iridescence, and I love AVA Live Radio. Hey, guys, this is Jacqueline Jackson, and I love AVA Live Radio.